0: Now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show.
1: Not what we
2: know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David came up with a Toya SC podcast. Or SC Furby,
3: David came up podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The,
2: uh, the show.
3: Let's pick it up. Let's actually make some.
2: And <laughs> hey, see, I came up with more. Googling. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.
3: It's
2: Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K Montoya,
1: and I am Miss Sadie Burbank.
2: All right, kids. I, I wasn't going to talk to about this, but you know, I guess a little teasing never hurt anybody. Okay, um, you know what's going on. You know the significance of what tomorrow is. And that's the only thing that's really stuck in my brain right, right now. And that's I where your head is. And I don't think I could carry on a conversation about anything else other than what's going on. Probably not. So, to to aggravate the listeners, we're going to do the best we can <laughs> to carry on this conversation without telling you what it actually is. <laughs> um, oh, are
1: wh- we? Okay. <laughs>
2: um. What I can tell you is it's significant to the cartoon that we've been working on, Um, and it involves a production company, and it involves a call that's going to come tomorrow. Mm. But other than that, that's all I can say.
1: Well, to be very honest, that's all you know. Yes. I mean...
2: I could name drop, but I don't want to. Oh
1: well, you could name drop, but it still wouldn't really be much in the way of information,
4: right? And
1: and and you don't know what the phone call pertains to. Right. You just know who it's coming from. Right. So it it that and that's what's fucking with your head right now. Yes. Because you don't know what the you know. I don't have no control. In a way, it would almost have been better. If you hadn't have uh, been told that a phone call was pending, because then you'd at least have had a decent night's sleep. But as it is, you won't have, and there that's the way it goes.
2: And, uh, and I'm sure the listeners have already put two and two together already, that this is a very important phone call.
1: It could be. It has potential to be a very important phone call.
2: Um. And of course, my imagination is just going eight shit right now. Of
1: course, of course. You sure you don't want to try to talk about something else then, to uh. distract you? You know, we could talk about the Olympics. You know, we could talk about. Uh, let's see, what could we, Actually, I kind of want to talk about the Olympics a little bit, anyhow, because okay. we watched the, we recorded and then watched the opening ceremonies. Uh huh. So, but we don't have to, if you, you know, if you really can't focus away from that, then I, but I don't know what you can talk about because you, you've already said everything you can say. So what more is there to talk about?
2: That's true. Okay. Well, you heard what we think. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, bye-bye. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, seriously, you know, if you want to, you can sit here and angst over it, you know.
2: It's. I don't know. It's just something that I guess I, I have to get past and, and make yeah, sure that it's.
1: You, do. you gotta get, you gotta just, you know, it, the, the 12 hours are gonna go whether or not you fret. Right. The, the information that's coming will come whether or not you fret. Life will go on afterwards whether or not you fret. That's true. And fretting raises your blood pressure, fucks up your stomach. Does absolutely zero to affect the outcome. That's true. And makes you short-tempered. So what would be the point?
2: Well, let's talk about something. <laughs> um, next episode, yeah. and, and by this time, I, I honestly can say I've lost track of what number we're on.
1: Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Well, you know, I never know anyway.
2: I know we're still in the 30s. That's all I know.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Um, next episode. We're going to have brand new equipment.
1: Oh, that's right. You got new mics and new uh, something else you said, because it was the, on sale.
2: Right. One of the things... Um, oh,
1: bound. So, sword, sword bound. Soundboard.
2: Yes, yeah, soundboard.
1: Sword bound. Yeah. Um,
2: but one of the things, and I was talking to Terry D. share about this, is instead of... Because originally, folks, and I know if you've listened to this episode, or not this episode, but if you listen to the show and other shows, you know, I've talked about building um, a recording studio. Well, here's the problem that I've encountered. Among others. (laughs) Is the biggest issue I have, and I I was actually out there, I was measuring, you know, about what we need and the height. Yeah. And we're connected. Our garages are connected. Mm-hmm. to our neighbor's garage. Mm-hmm. And they came in and they are like, boom, 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 Oh, boom, I know. Boom, boom, it's noisy in there. Boom,
1: boom, boom. It's noisy. And it
2: doesn't matter how well you soundproof it.
1: You're going to hear it.
2: You're going to hear it. Yeah. And
1: and it's hot in there or cold in there, depending on the, the seasonal temperatures. Right.
2: Well, know. I had that kind of set up. You know, I was going to go with an electric heater too. Yeah, uh,
1: that um, would work. That would work. And I asked Ernie if I was wrong or right about the uh, permit thing. Yeah. And he said he didn't think it would require one, even if you, even, he said as long as it's really close to the house and, and you know, you just kind of subtly wire it, he's, it shouldn't be an issue. Okay. But, I don't know. Um,
2: at this point, I want to see what happens with tomorrow's phone call. Yeah, I to, would to say. To go with that. I, w-
1: I would say that. And, and uh, you, you've had some other plans sort of half asked in the in the making. About whether you're gonna stay here or not right. or go on to another location. and you know, so it would it would be wise to not, you know make huge alterations that are costly. right. Here, excuse me, if you're gonna turn around and relocate somewhere else, that that wouldn't make <clears> much <throat> sense.
2: Well, one of the things that I came up with is getting like um, plywood and hinging them together, like three pieces of plywood hinging them together. Staple on the egg um, crate mm-hmm. and position them mm-hmm. where the most, maybe make two of them, mm-hmm. position them where most of the noise is coming from. Most mm-hmm. of the noise comes from over to the side where mm-hmm. the sliding glass mm-hmm. door is, mm-hmm. and most of the noise comes from behind me, mm-hmm. from the hall. Mm-hmm. Put a sound booth here, mm-hmm. put a sound booth here mm-hmm. behind me, and that's going to block out a lot of the noise.
1: That could work. And, that that's be, and that's going to be
2: che- i was going to say really cheap to do. That's cheap.
1: That's cheap. Do. Yeah. Sort of like shoji screens on steroids.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Um
1: yeah, no, I could I can see where that could definitely help. I mean, you know, if you think about it, you could just sort of enclose this little couch thing we're sitting on <laughs> pretty much and get the same effect too. Yes. You know, without having to Go, because now, behind me, there's not, even though that's a window and, right. and a common walkway and everything, it's not all that noisy.
4: No, no. Dogs
1: don't run up and down there. The kids are quiet when they run up and down. Once in a while, you can hear somebody, but mo- most of the time, not.
2: But fortunately, so, with the way you're positioned, if the kids are yelling or, or uh, you know, kids' neighbors, yeah, rather. Yeah, right. um, Not my kids. Right. But if, whoever's outside, if they're talking loud or whatever, just from the, uh, the pop filter that you have, plus the mic cover that's on the mic. Right,
1: Right. it pretty well.
2: It cuts it out. You don't even hear it.
1: Yeah. I, I think that that's probably, um, all things considered, the, the least expensive, most effective alternative to, uh, you know, like you talked about a shed or, you know, mod remodeling the garage. At one point you even talked about the uh bedroom that's currently occupied, doing something in there and so on. And that, again, all of those things would be expensive.
2: What it comes down to, I realize though, is I just I want my own space. Well of that's course what you do. It is. Of course
1: it's... you do. Everybody wants to have a place that he can call his own that he can go to and and uh It's like uh, this old movie called Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House with Myrna Loy and Cary Grant. And they build this house out in Connecticut countryside, and she's telling the uh, architect, uh, they're giving him ideas about what they want in the house, and she's telling him, she wants a little sewing room upstairs where she can go and sulk on rainy days, which is a great line, I thought, in the movie. But that's the kind of a, a place you're talking about. It's right. a place where, you, if you want, you can, you know, kids can say, where's Dad in? Mom can say he's, oh, in his room sulking or, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever. But, yeah, it's, it is a nice thing. Now, ladies, as a rule, like to have a place like that, too. But, um, you know for me i have lots of room right even when ernie's home it's not like his being there invades my space at all if i need if i need to be like left alone you know all i have to do is tell him you know mentally i'm not here right now and he'll ignore me right yeah he's real good at that anyway <laughs> you know so, but, but it's it's common for people, and he has an area where, like we have our little hobby room, mm-hmm. and he can go there and he can we have a um a, Jesus, yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, a thing to throw pots on. What the fuck is that called? Oh Jesus, a pottery wheel, hello and and other hobby type stuff in this little room. And when, if he, once he retires, if he wants to go in there and be in there and be alone in there, he can do it. You know, it's not like...
2: <clears throat> See, because one of the things that I've learned, well, not learned, but I I guess learned, is the older that Zoe gets, the louder, you know, more hyper she's becoming. Mm-hmm. And as a writer, <laughs> you're, you're going to be able to appreciate what I'm about to say. Yeah. Is, I cannot write... When I have a two-year-old running around the house no. screaming. Well, if,
1: if she was just running around the house and being noisy, that would be one thing. But there's a pull on you to intervene with her from time to time. Right. Lacey doesn't. Lacey's doing her thing. You know, so when the baby's running around screaming, she'll say, you know, David, do something to the baby. You know, And she doesn't do. So that leaves you to do. And so... As a result, you can't just have a block of time to yourself where you can totally focus, even with the noise. You could focus with the noise if you knew you weren't going to have to deal with it. But because it could fall upon you to pick her up, change her diaper, uh, get her a cookie, get her a bottle, whatever the hell, uh, then you don't have that time to yourself.
2: And I think that's why I'm not being that productive right now. It could be. It could be. Because at the end of last year to the beginning of this year, I was being very productive. Yeah. And it just all came to a screeching halt. I just can't think right now.
1: No, you couldn't. And the only way you could right now do something like that would be to leave the house and go to the library at the college or uh, go sit in your car or, you know, extract yourself from this setting that's the only way you can do it you know i mean there's no other way she's not going to stop being a two-year-old no <laughs> until she's 3 and you think it's bad now wait till she actually can talk and really navigate okay right now she's still waddling around but wait till she starts really moving and and taking charge and she will trust me that child already knows what buttons to push she will take charge Uh, plus you have Jay. Right.
4: right, And,
1: and although he's several years older than she is, he also has his needs and, and requires your attention intermittently. Right. You know, where if you were gone, I don't know, does, does Lacey take care of those situations for him when you're not home? Yes. So it, it wouldn't be as though you couldn't leave and go somewhere, you know for privacy but you know that would be up to you whether you'd feel like you wanted to go that far with it to to be able to you know just i gotta go i gotta go you know if i would have to if i was going to work i would have to i would have to say look i can't do this i gotta have quiet and see for me i don't have to have quiet i have the i have the television on when i'm writing I do. My TV's going all the time. It's just background noise for me. Right. And every once in a while, I'll stop, you know, and I'll pay attention to what's going on on the Tully, and then I'll go back to, you know, what I'm doing. Uh, very rarely will I turn it down so I don't hear anything, but I'll still have on the the picture, you know, and I'll still stop and look at that. <laughs> I'm, it's
2: just... I do that once in a it's while. A,
1: it's, a, it's a member of the family. I mean, that's sick to say, but it's true, just the same. So it doesn't bother me to sit and write with that kind of input but i'm not called by it to do anything
2: right it's just there
1: right now and and my the now riley was still alive when i started writing red hills that was your dog that was our dog yes we'd had him for 13 years and he died about 3 years ago in october uh but while I was writing, he would need to go potty and whatnot it, that and and sometimes he would bark at a neighbor walking down the street, or sometimes he'd be wanting a cookie or be hungry or something like that. There'd be little interruptions, but they seemed not to be mental interruptions. I mean, it was just a dog for one thing, right. you know, so I couldn't I didn't have to stop thinking necessarily about what I was doing or what i was writing in fact sometimes i could think about it while i was doing for him whatever right. it was he needed and then go back to it without too much of a problem plus uh it his and my body cycles were very closely aligned it seemed as though every time he needed to pee so did i oh, that you works, know so yeah, yeah i let him out to go pee and then I'd go pee and I'd go back and get him and he'd come back in and we would sit down and everything and be gone again, you know, and be working on my book again. So that that worked out really well. But a dog's different from a kid. Right. You know, and there's there's interactions that have to take place. She'll do something that she needs to be disciplined about or or she'll want something that she can't do for herself if you say it's over there, go get it. You know, stuff like that. And and it pulls you out. And and once every four or five hours would be one thing but it's almost constant with a two-year-old
3: and now a word from our sponsors before 1971 a young s sadie burbank could only imagine a simple american life as a loving wife and mother that was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18 but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush but less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Roberts Field Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hill's
0: Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members to pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past to relive the 90s MythWorks Comics Classics for $399. The new MythMart. Bigger, Badder. better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one-to-two-minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jzelman.com.
1: And there isn't any way right. around it.
2: So that's, that's, pretty unless you much leave. One of the reasons you know. why I wanted, you know, I was kind of thinking about, you know, the garage or putting, you know, a little, uh, what do you call it, a shed?
1: Uh, storage shed. Yeah. 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 But, but even then, you know, that could be problematic with her because if, if mama says, daddy's not here now, he's working. Or he's at work or something like Eventually, she'll connect
4: right, that the I'm dots out there. that
1: you're not really gone. You're just in the other room, right. you know. And you know how she does with doors. I've, <laughs> we both heard her yes. on her back kicking away. So, um, pardon me. It, it's not likely that that would really solve the problem that much. Unless you can discipline her to understand that when you're out, Mama... Is the one to go to. Right. Mama's the go-to girl, you know, and that's that takes a lot of discipline. So, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It would be hard. It would be hard for me, you know. Now, when I'm reading, I'm practicing reading. Uh-huh. Okay, so I can do my book on what is it? I can record my book. Please.
2: Your your audio book, uh-huh. right?
1: And I have to, I have to read it first. Cause I've, I've tried just sitting down cold turkey and doing it. And that doesn't work. Cause I make a gazillion mistakes every time I turn around. It's, you know, you'd think your own work, you'd be able to just sit down and read it. But no, <laughs> no, no, no. And then I find myself correcting as I go along. You know how when you, when yeah. you reread, you rewrite. Yes. <laughs> I find myself doing that and I go, you can't do that. You're supposed to be reading this shit as written. Yes. Read it as written. And so I'm practicing reading so that when we do decide what we're going to do about recording it, whether I'm going to do it at home or you're going to do it here or you're going to do it at my house or we're going to do it in another place, whatever we're going to do, I'll sort of be on top of it and at least re myself with the material as written, you know, because it's been a while since I wrote it.
2: Yeah, it's. Was it yeah. twenty? Was 12, it twenty 2012 it
1: 12, came out? December twenty twelve. It came out, uh, and it was a year and a half in in the works before that. So, yeah, it's. But I can't do that with Ernie there. Right. Not well. There's there's two reasons why I can't. Number one, Ernie's not allowed to read my book. Right. Which means he can't listen to it either. <laughs> okay. And he doesn't really want to he gets it that there's stuff in there I don't want him to know, and God bless him, he is so wonderful about that he he doesn't go, well, what is it I, I think I should know I have to know that you know, like a woman would do you know <laughs> what do you mean I can't know that He just goes, okay, he's so wonderful. oh my God, the man is just oh. anyhow um and then the other reason is I don't want to disturb whatever he's doing, right. Listening, I mean, it's bad enough he has to listen to me when I'm talking to him, you know, which is a lot. And I'll go, and I'll say, did you hear that? And he'll go, what? Yeah. Okay, okay, listen, this is important. I want you to hear this. Oh, all right. You know, he'll listen to me. I swear to God, the man looks right at me and I'll tell him something and I'll go, what do you think? He goes, huh? <laughs> About what? You know, he doesn't hear me. So if I need him to hear me, I have to tell him, this is important. I need you to hear me. Because he's real good at shutting me out. On the other hand, if he's playing on the computer, working on the computer, listening to television or something, he doesn't want to have to listen to me in the background. Reading. Yeah. Even though he would shut it out and wouldn't necessarily listen to it, it would still be another noise going on. It would be distracting for him. Right. And the whole idea of him being home is to be able to relax, you know. So if I'm going to be reading out loud... <clears throat> I have to either do it in a place where he isn't, or I have to do it when he isn't there. Gotcha. You know, be- just because of that factor alone, because I don't want to do that to him. That's Speaking not nice. of
2: him, because we've you've mentioned this on your, not only this show, but, you know, yours and Lacey's show as well. You're talking about how your husband's, you know, gearing up for retirement. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Is there something definite in the works now?
1: Well, <clears throat> let's see. The last we heard about when was mm. when he said it'll be before summer. Okay, and then he had said it was so cute. He slips stuff by. He thinks he. I think he has uh-uh. that that notion that a lot of guys have that if he says something that his he can convince his wife. He's it's always been that way, right? You know, and so he says, "Well, yeah, I'll go. I'll go to per diem." And I'll go, when did you decide that? You know, well, I'll. you know, we talked about, and I, no, <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we did not talk about per diem. Well, anyhow, he decided that, and I said, so I just asked him point blank. Uh, the other day, a couple, well, about a month ago, we were at dinner, and I said, okay. I said, just tell me, are you still planning to retire or not? And he said, yeah. And I said, when? <clears throat> and he said, by summer, I said, okay, I'm, you know, I know better than to go, was that June 13th or what? You know. <laughs> and, um, and then I said, oh, and that's when he said, he said, um, the, about the per diem thing. Right. You know? And so then he's, he told me, I forget if it was, I don't I don't know how soon it was after that. He said, uh, may not get to go to per diem. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. You already told me you're retiring. There's not going to be any of this. Well, I can't go to per diem, so I'm not going to retire, shit. And he goes, no, no, that's not what I mean. He says, they're finding out that they have to pay benefits or offer benefits to per diem employees. Yeah,
2: that's a new New law. And
1: thing. so he's th- he's thinking they're gonna say no per diems. Right. And I said, Well, if that happens then I guess you'll just have to flat retire, huh? And he goes, Yeah, I guess so. So he's he's pretty well there, but I'm not I told him at one point when I said, When are you planning to retire? and he said, you know, before summer I said, I always thought your birthday would be <laughs> Nice time, which is, of course, middle of April. Right. You know, I said, I thought we thought your birthday would be a nice time to retire, you know, trying to slip that one in. And just like he's trying to slip it And it's no, 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 too soon, he says. And I, so I said to him, I said, what is it with you? And, and just quitting. I said, is it like a cold turkey thing or what? He said, yeah, kind of, pretty much. It, it, it is. He's, he's kind of like his brother about it. His brother was talking to me the other day about it. And he really wants to retire even more than Ernie wants to. And he's two years younger than Ernie. Ah. And, but he's just, he's had it, you know, <clears throat> and he just recently uh, had stents put in his heart. He just went through a heart attack, thing yeah, and all I remember. that. And so he's, you know, I think he thinks, you know, dang, being employed isn't all that exciting. Let's just kick back and relax. And, but he said, the thing is, I said, well, I said, honey, if you don't want to work, quit. I said, who you you know who are you answering to? Well, I've got a boss that I'm. He's got a case that he's working right now, and for an employer of his. I mean, he he considers himself to be an employee of this guy, and he's work. He's a lawyer for those listeners who don't know anything about my brother-in-law, and he's working a case for the guy right now. And he says, I don't want to just leave him high and dry. And I said, well,
2: that's understandable. That's
1: understandable. On the other hand, how long can he drag this out? And he says, not, nah, not too awful much longer. But he says, the thing is, if I quit, I'll never be able to get another job. And I said, you don't want another job. You're going to retire. Remember? You know, see, now he's not really ready for social security till next year. Right. But, um, he's got, you know, a little to live on and we don't need to say from where. And no, um, And so he could get by, if need to be. If he, if he, yeah. And it's only by the time he actually gets around to it, it's only going to be six months or so. Well, actually, no, because his birthday's in August. So um, let me think. Will it be this year, August, that he gets his social, or next year? Might be next. It might be this year actually that he'll start getting his social security. In which case, no, it'll be next year he get he'll get medicare this year that's what it is he'll okay. get medicare so once he gets medicare that'll take a big uh chunk of of worry away right because then you don't have to worry about bennies you know as it is right now he doesn't have bennies but he is working and can afford to pay for his own medical insurance so you know in fact that's just about all he gets out of working is you know coverage for his medical insurance right uh, so anyhow, uh, with he doesn't have he doesn't have this this cold turkey thing about working like Ernie does. But then Ernie has worked from the time he got out of college, well actually even while he was in college, but from the time he graduated mm-hmm. until now he's held a, a, a steady job. There's been different jobs different places, but he has worked for the last 50 years. So he, um, it's, it's, it's a habit with a guy, you know. Women don't think like, like that. You know, our habits, I guess maybe we do, but our habits are more home-centered. Right. And so for us, the habit, you know, of, of whether we work or not just gets enhanced by retirement, you know, because to a woman, it's like, oh, thank God. Now all I have to do is cook and clean and take care of the kids. I don't have to go on do 12 hours a day working right. somewhere else. Uh, but for a guy, it's different because at home, most guys, accepting yourself, and I want to make that abundantly clear because you're not normal in that sense.
4: Most <laughs> yes. guys
1: go to work, come home, sit their feet up on the table, and get weighted on hand and foot to some degree. Some of them help out. Yes. Yeah, some of them do this. You are very much a, um, a working dad. Okay. Insofar as you have your job that you get paid for outside the house, but you're also, uh, you know, 24-7 working here at home, taking care of the kids, taking care of the house. You do a lot of stuff here in the house to share the responsibilities with Lacey. A lot more than a lot of guys. I'm sure. Now, Ernie does a lot of that, but because I'm home all the time, he doesn't do as much of it as he used to when I was working. When I was working, uh, he did the laundry, he did uh, the dishes, he cleaned the bathroom, he still cleans the bathrooms. He's just always cleaned the bathrooms for us. It's been his job. Bathroom cleaning has always been his job. Mainly because when we worked for KOA, he got in the habit of cleaning bathrooms. And then we worked at the country club, he cleaned bathrooms. And it's just, you know, he likes cleaning bathrooms. He'll go ahead and clean his bathroom when it doesn't even, the front bathroom, when it doesn't even need to be cleaned. Really? <laughs> yeah, he just likes cleaning. Hey, knock yourself out, dude. You know, I did the other day. I was telling Lacey, God, I three hours, actually four hours I spent cleaning our bathroom, the back bathroom, the one that gets most of the use. I said either we're really, really dirty or I was exceptionally thorough. I don't know which it was, but it took me forever. And I'm slower now. But anyhow, uh, he he would do a lot of stuff at home too. Now that I'm retired and I'm home a lot, he doesn't do quite so much because he figures he doesn't have to help out that much because I'm home and I can do it. So for him, it was sort of a helping out kind of thing, just like it is for you. But there, you guys are the exception in that situation. Most guys, well, not most maybe, but a lot of guys don't do that. They come home, sit down, and that's it. They're done. For the day. Or if they go out and they putter in the garage or, or, or uh, putter with their cars <laughs> or, you know, whatever the hell they putter with. Um, but it's not. In them to come home and participate in the needs of the household. You know, like you go you, shopping. You do the shopping for crying out loud. Ernie loves to go in with me, go shopping. Um, you know, that's, I gotta tell you, that's abnormal, dude. Okay? <laughs> Abby normal. So, it's, it's, for him, <clears throat> it's gonna be a challenge to, Step away from that position that he's had for 50 years where you just, you get up and you go to work. You get up and you go to work. Right. Day in and day out, you know. And you do get used to it. Because I told him, I said, you're not really telling me that you don't want to retire because you're seriously afraid of that. If I retire, I'll have a heart attack thing, are you? Because you already did that twice.
2: So (laughs) Been there, done that. Yeah.
1: He says, no, not, not really, you know, cause, because I, he has said that from time to time, you know, I'll, well, sure, I'll retire and drop dead, you know, and I never can tell with him after all this time. I still can't always tell when he's kidding, you know, so I just have to ask him point blank to tell me one way. And when I ask him that way, he'll tell me the truth. He'll tell me what he really thinks. He won't right. lie to me. But if I don't tell him I need to know, he'll just either figure I don't, that I that I already do know or that it doesn't matter or whatever, you know, and he'll still say silly stuff that he doesn't okay. really mean. So I have to say to him, do you, are you serious about that? Because it's, you know, a lot of guys do have that thing, you know, where they, oh, I better not quit because I, I heard about guys that quit and quit working and they drop dead later. Well, yeah, they do because they sit on their ass for the rest of their lives and don't do anything. They're not active. They don't, you know. They're not up moving around. I,
2: I think a lot of people miss the that part of of retirement. They don't get the fact that I mean, yes, you can sit around and do nothing, but you're not really supposed to sit around. Yeah, and you're do not nothing. Supp-
1: that's not what retirement's supposed to be about. Retirement to me anyhow is supposed to be about having time to do the things either at home or with your family that you don't have time to do because you're at work. Right you know, stuff you want to do. He likes to throw pots. He wants to work on jewelry. He's very much into steampunk right now. He's you he, God, he brings shit home all the time. Here, put this with the steampunk stuff. We've got this big old box of shit that he wants, he wants to make little steampunk characters and stuff with. I go, okay, and I That's put cool. it in the box. Yeah, it is. He never, hasn't done it yet, but he's gonna, you right. know. And there's yard work, and there's car work, and there's this and that. He's got. he has his own little, like, at home bucket list right so
2: <clears throat>
1: there's plenty for him to do plus he gets on the the what do you call that thing the elliptical yeah thank you he gets on the elliptical and you does that so he's keeping his exercise up and we eat we we'll still be eating healthy and all you know that's not that much is not going to change right not really you know and and i already told him just the other day, I said, you know, we, when you retire, I said, this is going to be a big change for us. And I said, what we need to do, I think, is sit down together and and go over things like sort of make a mental list, if nothing else, of things we do and don't expect out of retirement.
4: Right. Because.
1: Because I said, you're going to have certain things in mind that you want it to mean to you and I've got certain things in mind I want it to mean to me and they're not always going to mesh. Right. And I said I think it's important for us before we get to the point where we start wrangling with one another about well I never thought that was going to happen or I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't planning on doing that, you know. I we need to to sit down and and figure out a few things like silly little things. Do we do we plan on 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 trying to maintain some sort of schedule at home. You know, like we're going to get up in the morning and go to bed at night like normal people, or are we going to go to bed at 1 o'clock in the morning and get up in the afternoon like we do right now because it is work shift. Right. You know, little stuff like that. Um, Are we going to try to travel? Are we going to uh, take on projects together? Are you going to need to have some time alone? Are you going to want to be... I, I said I I don't want us to be joined at the hip. On the other hand, if you want to do something together, I want to be able to. But I said I don't want to have to always, you know, have you go in the other room and me not know what you're up to, and then I and then I'll come out and I'll say what you doing, you know. And I said I know that can be irritating, you know, because maybe you just want to putter. So, you know, if you need putter time, you know, let's establish that that might happen. And I said, it just takes communication. Right. You know, because I don't know when he goes in the other room whether he's going to be out out there for four hours or a minute. I have no idea. And I might be thinking to do something, but I can't do it.
2: All right. So for this week, I am David K. Montoya.
1: And I am Miss Sadie Burbank.
2: And you heard what we think. And now you know. Good night.
1: Good night. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> <laughs>
2: David came on Toya, SA-Firming Podcast. We're SA-Firming, David came on
1: Toya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan,
2: yeah. The, uh, the show. Don't oh, make, make it up. Let's actually me. <laughs> hey, see, I came up with more. So Not well.
4: what we know, because we don't know shit.